Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Master, guide my thoughts. 
O Divine Master, prepare me for a precious moment. Every moment gets more precious and more important that I learn to live more enjoyably with myself, that I know what it means to share myself with others. So tonight we're thankful that we have another day to improve our lives, another chance to say, oh, I'm so thankful that I have another chance. So as we give thanks today, we can all say together, I am so blessed because I do care about how I am and what I do with the time that I have. For this we give praise, honor, and glory. Amen, amen, amen. Ashe, ashe, ashe. Ashe, oh. Ashe, beautiful. Now we're going to tonight expand our ritual of using our hands to improve um, our physical selves and our mind. And we're going to give a chance to make love to ourselves through the energy love clap. So we're going to clap our way into love. We're going to clap our way into joy using our love point of view. So we are pointing our hands um, into our heart. And then after we point our hands into our heart, we're then going to send that love out to someone else. So in, in agreement with what we always do, we're going to now be still and enjoy the energy love clap. So for those of you who've been with us on the journey before, you know this is what we're about to do. For those of you who may be coming in with us for the first time, we want to invite you to do with us the energy love clap. And this is how it goes. It's really about using our hands to clap in energy towards our heart. And we're going to let our minds be free to receive and to give. So I am going to put the phone on my shoulder so that I can keep it there. I can stretch out my arms in front of me. So there's two straight lines coming from my shoulder straight out in front of me. So just notice now that both hands, both arms are outstretched. If the palm of your hands are open and facing each other. So just be still and and recognize what you're doing. I'm about to bring love to myself through my hands. I'm about to take the journey, clapping my way to love. So this gives us a little time to center ourselves and to be clear that this is a very serious journey we're on tonight, which is to bring love to our heart, which is the only way to live, and that is with a loving heart. So if you're ready now, clap your hands together, your palms come together, bend your elbows and slowly bring those hands down straight to your heart and just recognize what you've done. You brought your hands to your heart. Now go back out again, clap those hands, and bring it down to your heart. It's like you're circling. You're taking your hands and going out, bringing that energy from your hands right to your heart. Do it again. Reach out and clap your hands and bring that love to your heart and say, I'm clapping my way to my heart. I'm bringing love to my heart. So you're reaching out, stretching your arms and circling and bringing it to your hands and clap that energy down to your heart. We're going to do three more claps to bring energy to our heart. So bring that clap 
hands to your heart and say, oh, wow. Then bring your hands again to your heart as you point that love energy into your heart. One more time, we're going to bring that energy into our hearts, and we're going to rest our hands with our fingers pointing upward and our thumbs close together right in front of our hearts. And we're going to just be here with our hearts and declare that we love ourselves, we love our hearts, and we developing that love point of view that says, I do love myself when no one else is around. When everything else fails, I can clap energy to my heart. So let's just take a deep breath together and sigh that love back inward. Sigh that love into our hearts. Sigh that love into our hearts. Sigh that love into our hearts. And when we know that we can feel that love that we have brought to our heart, then we can now go to that second point of sending love out to someone else. So if there's someone near you and someone you're thinking about and you want to send love to them, you think about it and say, Oh, Sister Darlene, would you like to receive love from Velma's Energy Love Clap? Yes. And I know that I want to give out the love that I've just brought to myself. So the circle goes differently. You look at the base of your palm and clip the base. Before we brought the fingertips into our hearts, now we're going to start putting the base of our hands and hitting that base and sending it out to you and then coming back and hitting the base of our hands and sending that love out to you. And I bring it back and hit my hands together, the base of it, and and send it out to you. So wherever you are, I'm sending my love to you. I'm sending that love that I just received in my own heart. I'm sending it out to you. And while you may be doing it differently, you're basing it Clapping that base of your hands and sending that love out. We're going to do it three more times. I'm going to bring the hands to my heart, clap the base of my hands and send it out, bring it back down again, clap the base of my hands and send out that love one more time. The base of my hands I clap and send it out to you. And I'm thankful that you received my Love, did you receive that energy love from my heart, Sister Darlene? Yes, I did, and I sent it back to you, Queen Mother. Oh, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I'm clapping my hands and bringing it towards my heart. Clapping my hands and bringing it towards my heart. And I can see my heart opened up. And so wherever you are, if you finished your energy love prep, just check uh, stretch out your, stick out your chest and open up your heart and just look down and declare that I have just received love and I have just given it out to someone else. This for me represents my point of view about loving me and loving you. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Let's breathe in and breathe out. It's a good feeling to know when you have loved someone with your heart and that they enjoy it and you're encouraged to keep doing it. Oh, this is a great moment. It's a great moment that we can know that we have been fulfilled. We've been rewarded. So we move on 
with the continuation of what we suggested we could do this week was to establish a love point of view. And when we think about how that must have been, I will call it the dark ages, where whatever point of view we had about love, it was awfully distorted. Because when we were not in charge of our lives and we could not speak out love to each other, we had to demonstrate it in a in a in a controlled way, in a policed environment. What was it like to have a point of view about love? As I was reflecting on this, and I'm sure you can reflect with me, there was a time when our ancestors, our foreparents, our forefathers, demonstrated their love by going into the cotton fields, by being beaten and, and, and talked about, and they had to stand there. They were holding themselves so that they would not be harmed. They had to do so much to demonstrate love without saying to their wives or their sweethearts out in public, I love you. And how they said to their children, I love you. The way they were doing was protecting themselves from hurt, harm, and danger. So as I reflect on what we can do today, we can say I love you. We can demonstrate openly and publicly how we feel about someone else, where before it was just unheard of that we could really stand in in, in public places and demonstrate our love for each other. We had to be so protective and controlling that we could keep ourselves from hurt, harm, and danger. So tonight as we continue to express the love from the past and the love from the today, love the present and love the future. This is what we are looking at tonight, how we can transform ourselves by giving up old ways and taking on new ways of love and having a way of smiling when we sometimes may want to frown, how we love our sisters and our brothers when we want maybe sometimes to do just the opposite. So we have to keep that point of view of love forever flowing. So tonight I... um, have been looking at how we can keep that divine self, that master self in us, constantly teaching us ourselves how to be more productive and how to give up things that just does not serve us. So tonight, as our listeners reflect on themselves, as I reflect on myself, I want us to look at how we can be transformed by renewing our minds. And I will share with you something that I think is very helpful to get started with renewing our minds. One, we've got to start to drain our mind of things that we want to disappear from ourselves. And when we think about what it means to have a strainer, when you're you're draining spaghetti or some kind of pasta and you want to run it through the, the, um, the drainer, you 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 want to drain out all from your mind all those things that you have been consciously conceiving of yourself and dropping out all those destructive thoughts and all the fears you may have or inferiority you may be feeling. So we're working tonight to be transformed with much more love energy, and we start out by doing it that way. And then after we drained out all of those poisonous thoughts, things that just did not move us to the next level we want to go. We can then picture our minds uh, being revitalized and filled up with other thoughts that we want to have. So after we picture our minds being completely emptied, then we start filling it up with these love thoughts. 
these positive thoughts, ways that we can transform ourselves with new thinking. We have pleasant thoughts, good thoughts. And if we practice this new thought habit of transforming our minds regularly, starting right now, twice every day, of, of draining out the old thoughts and bringing in the new thoughts, pleasant thoughts, and we practice this morning and evening, we then can counteract the old negative habits we may have had of allowing unhappy things to occupy our mind. And if we do it long enough, then happy thoughts would not feel at home in our mind, but happy thoughts will transform us. So tonight as we continue to build on that love of ourselves, love of our family, love of our ancestors to start with, love of our children for the future and our new ideas. We're going to constantly clap, our, clap ourselves into an energy that we want to live with, and then we're going to find a way to daily, as often as possible, drain out our thoughts, increase our new thinking with the way we want to live daily. And as we do that, we can attract the way we want to live differently, starting right now. So I will stop now for a moment, give you a moment to be still and say, now, what did I give up that I know I really did not want anyway? What can I begin to build on so that I can climb a ladder of success, that I can renew my mind and send messages to my children, send messages to my friends, send messages to my community that it doesn't have to be the way I don't want it because I can take the power and control of myself and be empowered with a renewed mind every day I get up. I can be transformed with a renewed mind and have a choice that I can be the one making the choices in my life. So we're offering tonight choosing this day how you want to live with a renewed mind. And I offer an amen, that's the end. I offer amen, that's the end. And I offer a new beginning starting now, henceforth and forevermore. Ashe, Ashe. Ashe. I say, maybe so. I say, you know, that was very powerful, Queen Mother. That was very powerful. You know, in transforming, we do have to take a sister and go through the things that uh, keep us angry and mad and just holding on to negativity and renew ourselves with thoughts that we want to live. Now, you know, I talked to some people this week, and they said, eh, you know, they were talking about um, transforming through love. And that is one of the hardest concepts that, you know, is really going to take a while for people to grow to understand that whole concept of living happy and living joyously because, we maintain a lot of clutter in there, a lot of clutter. There's a lot of people trying to tell us how to live. And, you know, quiet is kept. The reason why these channels work so well, these uh, networks make so much money on uh, reality shows, is because that negative energy, people want to see that. People want to see Atlanta, uh, housewives or Miami housewives—they want to see the the, the down dirty of it, 
And, you know, I uh, started watching this one called Miami Mon- Monkey. It's uh, with Bob Wise, the uh, one, the lady big ass. She got the big lick. She fascinates me because she really want to look black for some reason. Even though they're not defined to me, you know, very shapely, but she have big breasts and, you know, she's very old. She's probably my age and she walks around, you know, still, you know, a teenager and cursing people out and saying you need to get your act together and keeping drama going and it just amazed me how connected I got to the show and how much I learned watching it and just really got into it, you know, even um, looking at her and dad, she would be black. The tan, you know, she's down there in my run, talking in her skin. And, you know, when I grew up, and I don't know about you, Queen Mother, if you had a lot of white people in your neighborhood, but I grew up in an integrated neighborhood, and there were white people there, and they weren't violent. They didn't fight. Matter of fact, we was the ones going there, starting all kinds of stuff, and youth coming together, that's when they got into stuff, you know, and they got more nerves and stuff, but Pretty much people um, did not go out and fight. The ones that was fighting had dysfunctional homes, broken homes, mother, father not there. They mad all the time because maybe mom is drinking. And then they come to school with those things and they tell you, oh, you ugly, you this, you got big lips, you so black, can't see, all these various negative things. And it's so funny how these things that we used to think was like, oh, my God, curses to get around people that were so negative and always talked about you and stuff. All of a sudden now, this is what everybody's looking at. And it's no different than the dysfunctional folk, you know, in the neighborhood that I grew up in, that the parents weren't together, there was no... Uh, true parental guidance, you know, and 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 it, it just amazes me that you know I kept that, you know that that information didn't filter with me, but it actually uh, stayed with me, and you know I enjoyed watching them go at it, their antics, you know, want to fight, cursing each other out, grabbing hair, blah blah blah, and. Those are some of the things that you were speaking tonight. I said, you know, I need to get rid of because that's not loving me when I am uh, on a show and I'm just being just negative as people on the show. I'm not helping myself. I'm not creating a happy life. You know, I'm not living large. You know, so I'm get my eyes off my pride look at this nonsense. What you're saying is that that is really a reality, and it does take time to, first of all, acknowledge or be conscious of it. 
and then know that I don't particularly like that because I don't even know quite what it would be like if I if I stopped doing it. So I have to test it out and at a time so that you really get clear that I am removing and I am building another self. So I can appreciate it very much. I just did not grow up in that kind of environment. I grew up in a in a small uh, black uh, community, and the only time we really integrated was when we went into town to do uh, shopping, and then we were back to our, our, our area. So it wasn't the integration during my upbringing at all. But, but the consciousness still is um, I have something to harbor, in 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 my um because of whatever has gone on in my in my life i was just looking at a program where they were looking at the variances in siblings in sisters and brothers and who was born first the the first one may be smarter than the other so they've done a real study around when when young people who was born first and what the outcome was whether they felt they were loved more or less, and then whether that influenced them as they got older, feeling that as they were the young one or the oldest got more attention than the young one, so they held on to that and even influenced them when they got older. So the things that we we experience in our young life, we do hold it, and it continues to grow until we can really drain it out and begin to look at, oh, I may want to shift the way I was, and now I know where it came from. So there is that harboring, that holding, and then how to release it and and you know it's 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 really um funny because uh I'm doing a workshop now uh you know uh trying to um you know get past cancer living beyond cancer you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things about the workshop is that it's so transforming is that and and it's called the art and way uh, workshop. And one of the things about it is that um, in the beginning, it tells you the whole five years interval in a timeline back in your life, and see who gave you the negative messages mm-hmm. that you have held on to. And as I time travel back in my life, most of the negative messages came from uh, teachers and uh, adults that really did not have any responsibility for me, feeding me or clothing me or any of those things. So, of course, you know, um, it was truly hard for them to love me because I was not representative in that world. We remember we were invisible on the media and TV except for Amos and Andy that sort of threw us in a negative light. But at the same time, gave us uh, some presence on the TV. But again, not being the the, uh, the, the child to look at and you know, not having the... Um, you know, the the more um, preferable attributes. So I was, one thing, I wore glasses since I was eight. So I always had glasses. I always had 
by saying uh, face. You know, I look at pictures now, and I mean, even though I'm older, I still look very much the same. So having gone through that uh, big lip, oh, sit down, be quiet, you know, you're not very cute, you know, those kinds of things. And I mean, teachers back in the day, they told you negative things. They told you negative things when they never chose you, you know. So there was uh, uh, opportunity for people to be in the choir. And I remember that the teacher that ran the choir in middle school, she was pretty much a um, white woman that really didn't like black children. And she showed so for every black child that went through this tryout for the choir, she hit one key and put you on. So she didn't even give you acknowledgement of whether or not you did it or didn't do it. And to think that this woman had so much effect on the things I chose to do. I chose not to go into things that I wanted to as a, as a young person and instead went towards things that other people thought I'd be good at. So, you know, it, it really does make a difference when you hear those negative voices in your head and you have to filter that out. You have to get rid of that and you have to change that rather than being you are um, stupid or you know, where'd you get that answer from? You're a knucklehead that you change it. You know, I'm a brilliant uh, individual and I'm a creative artist. You know, I've always wanted to go into the art field and really never felt that I had talent because of what teachers did when I was in school. You know, not really... Um, you know, nowadays, even the sensitivity training of 80s. But, you know, prior to 80s, there was no sensitivity training. They just told you, right, just exactly what they thought. And it was uh, used to, um, you know, keep you in your place. You know, not to strive and, uh, and achieve anything beyond what you could do, you know. Like, you can't go to college, you need to get you a job, but I don't know who's going to hire you because you're stupid. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So it's really uh, the journey that we have each been on and how we began to look at the journey starting at what age. So just at some point to sit with ourselves in even to get a pen and paper and start a charting, a line of, um, a start line. There's a course that I've given called Discipline, What's Happening to Ourselves, and it puts a point that you start looking at from one 
age group to age range to another, and you look at what happened in my life, as you was just explaining it, but it's very useful to look at what was my journey, what is my journey now, how do I, uh, how do I review it, what would I like to change about it. It takes time, truly, whether you're in a workshop situation or just because you want to understand more about yourself. So tonight, as we were talking about transforming ourselves and with a renewed mind, it's just worthwhile to take time when you're ready. When you're ready to do it, it's very useful to do, whether, again, whether you're in a group of people or whether you're by yourself, even if you could do it just with with family, to start by looking at the, the start point that I want to look at to review for myself, like you're saying, who influenced me? Uh, how did I influence myself? Who's influencing me now? And how will I continue to let myself be influenced? It really begins to prepare us for the next century, how to how to relieve ourselves of old habits, pick up new ones, and really begin to laugh more about, oh, my goodness, or smile more, be happy about what's going on with us now as opposed to not being that way. Ashe. Ashe, and, and that's true because... Um, as as I time travel those five year intervals, it seemed to me that it wasn't until I got into college that I began to think critically about, you know, who I was and still not really understanding the influences but really identifying with my own features as beautiful. You know, and once I figured out that I create the beauty. The beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. I was able to get out of self-defeating, self-taxing uh, kind of language. And we all, you know, have a, a mindset depending on how we was raised with negative talk. And, you know, even though our parents meant well, you know, with us and wanted us to have the best, that they too were under a lot of shackles and um, a lot of uh, things that they could not do because it wasn't possible for them to do it. And if we can begin to allow our children to dream and to influence them to reach all the, you know, goals that they have and to help them to go into understanding who they are and what skills and talents that they have and encourage them and and really help them to get positive self-talk in, within the mind. We don't have to worry about them going through post-traumatic slave disorders that we're currently going through. Because, you know, uh, it takes a long time to do undue damage, you know, that it takes a person one minute to say. That's why they say that the tongue is a dangerous instrument, that your tongue can lead you to building up the world or tearing it down. So even like the negative self-talk that one has in one's head, what I, I what I want to say is don't transfer it. Don't 
bring that and give that to your children. You know, because parents nowadays, they have more opportunities to, to, and I'm talking about parents of young children, to really um, aspire and and achieve the things that they want. There's nothing stopping them but themselves. So I think it would be good to take a minute to go through that recesses of our minds to time travel back and begin to filter out that negative self-talk. Absolutely, because in today's um, environment, while we are working on it, we have to always know that the next minute we could be influenced by just our environment and surrounded with the talk that we know we don't want and we can't use, don't need. We have to continuously build up our, 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 our uh, we call stockpile of, of change so that we can always, even we may be um, influenced or could be influenced by what's coming next, we have to always go back and start up again because we the goal is to get rid of it so it's not transferred, it's not passed on, because it's it's so easy to be uh, in the presence of or from a visual, from just the, the people around you, it's always something that kind of wants to set you back. So you have to always keep refreshing yourself, encouraging yourself, and be around others who want the same thing to happen. Okay. Well, you know, I, I hate to... Um, to ask you to do this, but I, I do have a uh, task that I need to do. So I'm wondering if we could close the show early tonight and and um, bring to a close, get the lesson, and um, close early so that I can take care of some business that I need to take care of here in cold Minnesota. I need to move my car inside. <laughs> We can, and I will be such instructed by you. I say. Well, I want to just uh, thank all the listeners that uh, listen to the show and just send out love to you and let you know that uh, we have um, an Easter day coming that we're going to do it with Oloye uh, Ifa Puwunika. And she is a EME in Miami, so we'll be having a show on Thursday. So look for our show on Thursday. And um, also, we are going to um, have a show starting on uh, Monday of next week, the Moon Day, which is going to bring about a change of, you know, I guess a little bit of free um, understanding in the world and the universe. So it's an alternate uh, thought pattern, and I look forward to it coming on. I don't even want to say the name until we put it on the um, the program. But I'm excited because we're moving forward. You're about house of worship, and I really want us to. Uh, really be able to get you around to some of the communities so that people can meet you individually 
and be inspired and, and you know, really um, get some of that teaching out that we need to learn. So I'm excited that we are taking on a real um, fortified business plan. I give thanks to you, and um, I, I would love for you to give your information also to the people so they'll know how to contact you. And I really urge people to contact you now, you know, because you share the wisdom of the ages and that the knowledge and technology that you possess in terms of human development and human psychology is in I am more than pleased to share this information. I can be reached at banksenterpriseonline.com. That's banksenterpriseonline.com. And there is a click-in that says Ask Miss B. Also, we can be contacted. The, the email is contactmissb7 at yahoo.com. That's contactmissb7 at yahoo.com. And we are available to respond to calls or to from emails if there's a conversation we want you want to have. We certainly very pleased to do so. And um, there's nothing that's impossible. All things can happen when we decide that we want to have more conversation about what is possible. So I can be reached. Though I'm also on Facebook, so I can be reached on Facebook as well. So, Queen, you want to end us in prayer as you begin us in prayer, Ashay? We are, again, still our minds and our hearts and know that the greatest thing in the world is love and that we give thanks that we can share it with ourselves and then with others. And tonight we are so thankful that we are changed. We're not working on changing. We're not even trying anymore to change. We choose change. And as we choose change, we can look forward to an improved self, a thankful self, one that has abundance and prosperity and whatever is needed to move ourselves from one day to the next, we can give thanks for that. So to our Almighty Father, we are so thankful tonight that we had a chance to share ourselves with each other. And as we rest comfortably tonight, we trust that all is well. In the name of our Father, Son, and our Spirit, this we say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Ashe, Ashe. And we give thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. We love you. We send love to you every time we do our energy class. So we just want you to know that we love you and that we know that Ashe is a better tomorrow than it was today. Ashe. Ashe. Okay. Okay. Eternal joy for tonight and always. Ashe, and I just want to tell you, Miss Sandra, my little sister, she'll join us because her son is performing at SOBs in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashe, so we wish him all good fortune, and we um, really uh, pray that his uh, career as an artist takes off 
and that he begins to shine, I say. I say. So have a wonderful evening, Queen Mother, and I will be in touch with you in about an hour. Thank you, thank you. So same to you. Okay, bye for now. All right. Good night. Night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.